expectations. Hello, everyone. Friends of low expectations, welcome back. I know after this past week, my expectations have never been lower, uh, mainly because of my piss poor performance of my team and my tinkering. Uh, you all have come to love me, come to loathe me. I am the commish your fearless leader. I'm joined today with some of my favorite people on this earth, the one and only Keith Chief. Oh, great to be here. Great to be back again. Episode number four. Um, just want to say you really, you really screwed yourself. Why would you start the Bills defense knowing you had Derrick Henry? It's like, hey, hey I, like, I like fucking myself with no lube. Because I'm an, a poor fantasy player. That's that's all there is to it. Um, we have we have a I want to I do we have a great new addition to the show though this week, Keith, and I'm I'm excited to to introduce him. Uh, you all might know him as Mean Philly. We know him as Philly. He's our new super producer. Uh, the man's on the ones and twos, uh, keeping the beats fresh. Wow! <laughs> Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. I I don't know if uh, Keeper was talking earlier, so this is Keeper's intro, by the way. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> All right, now I'm, I'm getting I'm getting slandered, slandered for cocaine. And, uh, and also, and just, it's going to take a like minute, that, but Cooper can never be a politician. <laughs> and it's going to take a minute, but it's worth it. It is Friday, my dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right. <laughs> I, I want to give a huge shout out to Philly um, joining us. He was a, a brainchild, um, you know, a brain trust member when we wanted to launch a podcast in the Low Expectations Network. But this week, it's really about our guest, the, the, the one and only, the one and only Austin Anderson, cheese, our cheese. main man, married this week, getting married. This yeah, time next week, cheese. he's a married man. Keys will be a married man. We are migrating to Indianapolis for what will certainly be a good time with full of low expectations and and empty beer cans. We're gonna have good I mean, attendance of we're gonna have a good attendance of low, members of the low expectation at the wedding. We might have quorum to hold business and vote. I might be able to pass some legislation here. That's 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 what I'm thinking about. I can already hear Joe shouting problem. collusion. <laughs> Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Absolutely, man. Well, tell tell us what it means. Fifty percent of the lead there. Tell us, tell us what it means for you to be on the show this week, Austin. Before we get into the the meat and potatoes of of this week's content. Hey, man, I'm Jeez. I'm just really excited to be a part of the the show. Um, I've been having so much fun listening to it. You guys have ki killed it week in week out. Um, I'm I'm thankful that that you guys invited me to be on it. Um, yeah, it's, it's an exciting week because I've been looking forward to, been looking forward to this, looking forward to the wedding, had a great weekend with Sam last weekend, watched some soccer, had some good drinks, you know, checked out a lot of cool things at Comic-Con because we're big old nerds and, uh, yeah, just, I mean, but this is, this has been a highlight. I've been, I, I took some time and prepped earlier today and, uh, yeah, just super excited to be here. This is, this is going to be fun. You heard it here first, folks. We have a longtime listener, first time caller, Austin Anderson, with a huge man crush on the hosts. That's all I took away oh, from that. Go 
Really? What the sound? But I would say the feeling is mutual. I would say the feeling is mutual. <laughs> Very much so. So I don't think we can start any any episode of Friends and Low Expectations without our signature two minute drill. Keith, are you you yeah. ready for this? Moving into the two minute drill, we're looking to go three and one, staying under our time. Three and one, a respectable record, really finding our rhythm here. Another exciting week in low expectations. So, yeah, Sam, are you ready? You ready to jump into this bad boy? Always. <laughs> oh, all righty. Well, I got my got my timer pulled up, and I will set us off in three, two, one. Up first, the Gooch is loose. Got what he needed from Ride the Bus to get a win on Kamara's bye week. Underwhelming performances from DJ Moore, Mike Evans, and Darren Waller, and still Dak, Najee, and even Matt Prater came to the rescue to deliver, ride the bus a solid win, and remain undefeated. Despite the late push by the Gooch's loose, thanks to a respectable outing by Sanders, running uh, ride the bus uh, gets the win to remain unbeaten, 126-113. In one of the more entertaining matchups of the week, Rice to beat you, your usually reliable trio of receivers underwhelmed as a unit combining for just 43 points thanks to lackluster performances by Allen and Adams. Still, Team S.A. Chingon got strong games from Mahomes and Jones and a monster outing from Noah Fan. Rice to beat you would have needed a monster performance from Dalton Knox, which wasn't out of the question given how he's played, but Knox was not a strong recipient of Allen's 350 yards and three TDs. Team S.A. Chingon uh, inches by Rice to beat you 126-118. Up next, a battle of the podcast host and producer, uh, Keith Chief versus Dalvin and Hobbs. Heading into the second half of the afternoon games, really looked like Keith Chief was going to be sitting in a good position um, despite a big day from Super Bowl Lenny on Thursday. Uh, Cook, Hill, and Lamb all had monster second halves to put Dalvin and Hobbs up big. Um, and CD added an insurance insult touchdown um, to put a bow on this blowout. Dalvin and Hobbs easily dispatches Keith Chief 174-135. Bad Mother Tucker versus Blood, Sweat, and Beers. Usually having less than 50 after the Sunday game spells disaster for your chances to get a win. But when you have King Henry, Josh Allen, and basically the rest of the Buffalo Bills team left to play, you're not out. However, Fern continues his impressive scoring, posting back-to-back 140-plus point games and didn't even need Diggs' 24 on Monday Night Football to walk away with the win. Blood, Sweat, and Beers gets the win and continues his march back into the playoff hunt, 146-114. Cheese left Antonio Brown's 24 points on the bench, which we all felt spelt doom for this matchup, but the addition of Swift pays off instantly while Jacecki and Cooper Cup deliver outstanding performances to get Chark in the water back in the win column. Head Cow once again leaves a great game from Cortland Sutton on the bench, which perfectly summarizes Head Cow's season as they slip to 1-5. and five. Chark in the water pulls away late, 131-113. Ah, Sam, unfortunately... We fall to two and two, uh, two minutes, 17 seconds. Not our best performance, but. I'm pissed now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's just, you know, that's, that, I mean, two, two back-to-back great weeks. And, you know, a bit of a letdown like this, honestly, it reminds me a lot of, a lot of your performance, uh, Sam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, that was, uh, yeah, that was quite the, quite the disappointing showing. So, uh. I got nothing, nothing, nothing to say uh, for myself. Well, you know, I, I mean, at, at the end of the day, this is the low expectations league. Oh, dude, you know, expectations we, have never been lower. We we oh. said maybe we should just call this the three minute drill, 
Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, we'd probably be undefeated right now if this was a three-minute drill. But the first know. one what was like what, I thought the first one was really long. I, I thought that like, one was, was like two fifty-eight, two fifty-nine. Wow. Yeah. No. We. Uh, yeah. Mm. We. We definitely. You know what we haven't had yet? We haven't had a coral. We've had it always in our first episode. We've always had at least like one in the first like ten minutes at least. Having having access to a producer and this soundboard is going to revolutionize the coral game. I'm the best in the nation. Oh my, dude, he's so ready. It's it's crazy. Oh, man. Listen, let's right. see if we can overcome uh, a lackluster performance in the two-minute drill. Um, the reason for the season right now, the reason for the special, this episode is titled The Cheese Wedding Special, introducing our groovy Tony Jadakiss guest picker of the week, Austin Cheese Anderson. Welcome to the show, buddy. Cheese. Thank you guys. Um, like I said, super stoked to be here. You guys keep me laughing uh, all the previous weeks. In fact, sometimes I find myself trying to respond to dumbass comments. So I don't know whether that means you guys are dumb or I'm just really stupid for trying to talk to a podcast. But we'll just kind of see how things go from here. Probably a little column A, a little column B. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh. Well, listen, we, we, we're, we're putting you on the spot here. Um, you know, normally we prepare some interview questions. We just want to kind of send this one off the dome. Um, you know, again, this week we're celebrating, celebrating you getting hitched. Um, you know, how, where's your head at? Where's your head at? How you feeling? I know we, we talked a little while ago, you're feeling good, but how, yeah, how man. are you doing getting closer to the wedding day? Honestly, man, I just, I'm super excited. Um, I mean, it's, it's feels like at this point, it feels like it's, it's been a long time coming. You know, we, we got engaged at the start of 2020 and then the world shut down. Um, so to kind of have this after almost two years of, of kind of waiting and planning, um, I'm just, I'm so excited. Um, she's a great gal. She makes me incredibly happy. And I get to see all my family and friends in, in one weekend and celebrate that time with, uh, with Katie. Like it, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to like express how stoked I am uh, for this upcoming weekend. It's, it, it's, it's going to be hard to beat um, any other time and for the, I think for the rest of my life. So nice I, wrap my head around <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's I, super I, unfortunate I though it's what let me interject it's super unfortunate that i'm gonna have to beat you in fantasy that we can kind of put a damper on the whole on the whole weekend i don't i mean that's true um that, that will i'm sure you you will do your best um however my plan is to get you liquored up enough to where i can steal your phone and maybe tinker a little bit with your lineup um oh I'll, I'll, i'm not i'm not above that i'll tinker enough myself don't worry I think, uh, I think <laughs> uh, i'm sure you will switch off one player just make sure derrick henry's not in the starting lineup he should be in really good shape you know what i have a i have a feeling that um Bad Mother Tucker might be completing a trade to uh, Shark in the Water. Derrick Henry for um, a kicker. Uh, Hines. <laughs> yeah. Probably for Hines. You can do it! 
Oh boy. Um, Keith, am I good to, to ask? I have, I don't know. I'm going to put this ball into your court, Austin. I can either yeah. ask you a wedding related question. I can ask you a, or I could ask you something related to uh, low expectations in the league. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of put the ball in your court and, and see which direction you want to go. Well, we, we just had a, um, a, a kind of a wedding question from Kiefer. So uh, let's talk a little football, man. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk per se football, but I think, okay. I think you'll understand where I'm going. Um, so when you started, so we were talking about that this weekend, but you were one of the first people who started content writing for the league yeah. and you started the, the cheeses weekly power rankings. And that's kind of blossomed into Joe's power rankings. It's turned into the, uh, the coaches poll. And obviously now the, the low expectations network and, and friends and low expectations podcast. And so what, what kind of has that been like for you to witness and kind of see the growth that has come out of the league and all the, the really, and Oh, my bad Philly and Philly's five. Um, and all the, all the content that's come out uh, well, since you kind of started. Uh, honestly, I think it's, it's really fun and it, it makes the league really special. Um, when, when I decided to first start the power rankings, I mean, the league was, it was fun. We were having, you know, a good time. People were talking a little bit of shit here and there, but um, it was the middle of the pandemic everyone was still kind of not able to do what they wanted to do. And so I just figured it'd be a way to get people to talk more and have more engagement. Um, so I think we've got some incredibly talented people um, in, in the league. I, I think the, the content that's coming out is, is fresh. It's fun. It, it, it's something I feel everyone looks forward to uh, each week. And I'm, I'm super excited to be a part of that. I do see myself as a El Presidente of uh How you you know, like bring them on over <laughs> uh i do see myself as, as el presidente of the low expectation league multi uh, media empire but uh that is neither here nor there i think i think we can find a spot for you i know uh i, I know for me when i when when you tapped me to join the team at cheese weekly digest i was like this is this is a great way to get some jokes off, to roast some people, talk some shit, you know, and add add other layers. And I think the thing that you brought up that I really like is just getting the guys involved, right? Like, yeah, given you know, my Sam and I, I think we both agree, kind of like our vision would be like everyone has a shtick, like yeah. if everyone had that thing that like they're known for and they could bring to the table. Um, it would be great. It would help with league retention. And yeah, to your credit, you're like, you're kind you're the, you're the daddy of all that, man. You, you penis birthed, cheese. You birthed that from your nutsack. <laughs> yeah. Call me daddy. <laughs> I'm a man. Um, oh, I wish we had kind, of, sound bite. kind of with, with that in mind too, thinking back on your, your power rankings, have you had any, you've been doing the comparisons and I think those have yep. been, really clever have you had any favorites that you've done of like this is like the favorite comparison i know you've had the star wars one you've had the cars um what's been your favorite one that you've done so far uh to this at this point definitely the star wars one was has so far been the most fun um i got to do some fun roasting with them as well it, i didn't have to make it as like literal um i mean i 
honestly, I had a terrible week that week. I think my comparison was very apt and I got to have a lot of fun with it. It's very easy to roast yourself. Um, it's a little harder sometimes to like put comparisons on there. I mean, I, I think most people in the league have seen Star Wars enough times to where they're, they're going to get them on it, but you don't always know. Um, I'm pretty excited for this week's uh, power ranking comparisons. I think a, a lot of people are really going to like them. They might not like who they're compared to, um, but I think they're going to, I think everyone will have a, a good time with them for sure. Awesome. So, I, I me personally, I, I enjoy the power rankings. I enjoy reading Austin's thoughts. Because Austin, in in the years that I've known you now, which is pretty wild to me that they, this is going on like five years like you and i know oh, i know man like five six years um what was it fall 2015 when i came to pullman oh uh, uh, yeah <laughs> fall 2015 um that was you know like that that was that was the the birth of this you know so yeah um so yeah like in the years that i've known you not i mean you talk a lot of shit but you're not a great shit talker if that makes sense yeah <laughs> and it's so true. to see you to see kind of like your unfiltered creative shit talking just come out on paper and just roast people it's it's awesome it's it's hysterical it's fun to read i love the comparisons i hate my comparisons sometimes but i still love them because i'm like damn i really hate how accurate he is <laughs> i think i gave you a pretty good pizza pizza <laughs> yeah i mean hey the star wars one definitely appreciate it and honestly me to a t han solo Reckless but gets results. Love it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, it was either that or it was going to be Job of the Hut, one of the two. Oh man! Thank God I avoided that comparison. Thank you so much for being my friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's always great, and but it's time to move into the real reason we brought you here. We we want to get your takes, your week seven picks your future casting trying to you know make make joe's life a little harder if you get it right and you know he doesn't want to be the guy that says well fuck he got it right so i i you know love this segment i love hearing you know what our what our guests think about the league and where things stand so um this is this is your time tell us tell us a little bit about your picks and who you like this week who you don't like Absolutely, man. So I, I spent a good time looking at this and um, went, o- went over all the rosters, kind of looked, kind of did my own forecasting, who I thought was going to play who. I mean, we're, we're in a super interesting time for uh, the league right now. It is it is by season. Um, we've got a ton of team. I mean, th- this is one that pretty much everyone's going to be on by a lot of high powered teams that typically have players putting up big numbers are on by right now. Um, we've also had the the injury bug that's gone around. I, I know that bug quite well. Um, it's uh, it's made my running back game a little bit of a nightmare. Um, but so I I, t- I definitely took some time with these. Um, ultimately, first game up, um, BMT versus myself, uh, Chark in the Water. Um, I I do I do have Sam winning this game. Um, here and here's my here's my thought process on it. I think it's going to be close. I, I do think this game could go either way. I think it'll be close. Um, I think it'll probably be decided by maybe 
you know, between five to 10 points. Um, ultimately, I think that Bad Mother Tucker is going to win at the QB position. He's going to win with his running backs and with the tight end. Um, you know, I've made some big improvements at running back, um, but my, my quarterback situation is pretty volatile right now. I'm not really sure where I'm going to be going with that. My tight end, Gusecki had a great game last, last week. Who, who knows if he's capable of repeating that again. Um, it's also, I mean, I have Ertz on my bench, but he's just got traded to Arizona. Who knows if they're, how many looks he's going to get if, they, if he even gets the start. So I think because of those reasons, um, I, think, I think it'll be close, but I do think Sam's going to edge me just because of the QB situation. And here's a here's a here's a look into the mind of Bad Mother Tucker. My my buy situation is so bad that I am going to be playing without a defense this week. I'm 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 it it is like the the one of the like the boldest things I have ever done. But I cannot afford to drop some of these players. Even so, I'm just going without a defense because I'm a crazy bastard. I don't know. Well, it is Friday, so- my dudes. He's so confident he's going to win. He's going to play me without a defense. What a cock. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you should play without a defense too to make sure that we're on level playing field. You know, I wouldn't want to embarrass you, but also wouldn't want you to have a cop out answer for a win. I mean, that's, that's fair. Um, I love cop outs though. Huge fan. <laughs> Big cop out guy. Big cop out. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, since we're talking about this one, I did want to discuss the DK trade. Um, yeah. Real quick, because you and I came to an agreement. I, I gave you DK in exchange for your first rounder. Um, and the decision to move on, was this was this because you just kind of felt desperate with CMC being down or um, you feeling good about your other receivers? You got great receivers. I mean, Antonio Brown looks like he's Brady's number one guy, much to my chagrin. Um, as a Godwin owner, um, Cooper Cup, like my 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 guy, is is making white people proud at the wide receiver position. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, talk to me a little bit about the 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 processing there. So the the trade definitely wasn't something that um, was lightly done. Mo and I actually we've been talking trading a wide receiver for a running back for a while. Um, that wasn't the, the first draft of the trade. It wasn't the second draft. It probably wasn't even the third draft. Um, we, we talked about a lot of different, I mean, at one time, um, you know, uh, what, uh, what's Aaron, Aaron Jones was, was in the conversation. He want Mo originally really wanted cup and was really hesitant to let go of cup because I like how he's been playing he is the number one target there in in LA um kind of the what, what what it came down to is ultimately I I needed a running back I'd lost my lost my keeper pick from the year before um Singletary is just hot garbage um Hines is arguably worse um Jacobs we'll is is yeah, well, he can be someone else's problem for all I care. Um, 
he's uh you know so i really my running back situation wasn't strong needed needed to need to do something to boost that otherwise i was going to be eating some waffles um did i really want to give away dk no but i figured out between dk and cup i i would rather retain cup he's producing more for me this year um and with uh, Russ going down, not knowing exactly what DK's production would look like moving forward. I figured that would be kind of the, the devil I know rather than the devil I didn't. No, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I, uh, you know, Carl had some strong opinions on it last week. Uh, Sam had some strong opinions. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm more of the wait and see category. I think it's a I think it's a solid trade for you. But, uh, but yeah. Keeping us moving. Um, yeah, man. Ride the bus and Dalvin and Hobbs this week. Talk to me a little bit about this, a matchup of the what presumably the top two teams in the league right now. Absolutely. I think I think it's going to be a fun matchup. I do think ride the bus's luck is going to run out this week. Um, Dalvin and Hobbs, Philly's team uh, definitely looks revamped. Um, both teams do have multiple players on by and on injury. Um, I think this, but I think this game's going to come down to the quarterbacks. Murray, I think, should have a field day with the Houston defense because they're god awful, um, and that's that's basically gonna kind of what it be, what it comes down to. Um, if Ride the Buzz does pull this win off, I think it's certifiable proof that there's some weird voodoo shit going on. Uh, there's definitely some witch doctor stuff involved in Carl's fantasy play, but we can save that conversation for another time. Sure, it, it's in the mailbag. So if you really wanted to talk about it, we can talk about it today. <laughs> You know, again, the the uh, the, J- the groovy Tony Jada kiss picks the uh, picks the mailbag topic. Um, Sam, what do we got next? Let's talk about uh, blood, sweat, and beers and Team Fred. Yeah, Team Fred. <laughs> um, name. I like it. I need to get Fred on here so I can learn how to pronounce his team name. But until then, yeah, yeah Fred, Fred's team, which I'm just going to use the abbreviation TEC. Uh, TEC's wrecked this week from buys. Kareem Hunt's out. Um, Blood, Sweat, and Beer has been putting up great points. I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, I think he's going to win the matchup in his running backs, his wide receiver, and his flex positions. I'm going to say BSB by at least 15 on this one. Would you like some googie googie? (laughs) Oh, uh, I I, I like that. By 15, yeah. I mean – the 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 bye week bug is going to start hitting all of us, kind of like the injury bug has affected a lot of us. So, um, yeah, this could be the week that uh, Team SA Ching on uh, sees succumbs to his his bye week bug. Um, yep. The 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 you so passionately dubbed the toilet bowl matchup. Talk to me about about this one. Head cow versus rice to beat you. Yeah, this is the toilet bowl matchup. Both teams are one and five. Realistically, I do believe this game is going to decide who's chowing down on waffles. Um, oh, shoot. Yeah. I mean, you've got uh, for for head cow, for Joe's team, Zeke, Schultz, Jefferson, Pollard, and Boswell on by Carson, Kittle on IR. Um, realistically, if Gino starts Sam Darnold, he's going to lose the quarterback matchup. But because of his running back and wide receiver core, um, I, I still think Gino gets the win here. Um, 
but it's really going to depend on just how bad Sam Darnold does if Gino decides to start him. See my notes below. And last but not least, we have the Keefe himself against the loosest of Gooches. Ah, the loosest of Gooches indeed. Um, I think the Gooch is going to get even looser after Keefe is done with them. Um, I got Keefe Chief over the Gooches loose. Short of uh, Mo making some big moves, I, I really don't see Keefe having any trouble with this matchup. Um, yeah, the Mo gets Debo back this week, but basically the rest of his wide receiving core is out. So, um, or honestly, Kiefer, if you lose this matchup, you should be ashamed. Yeah, I mean, you know, I uh, I probably would, realistically speaking. I feel I, I feel a lot better, and I, I I think I've actually mentioned this to everyone now here. Um, I knew, you know, when you when you when you're facing a team that scores 170, you're not really playing to win at that point. You're gonna lose. So it's really just how good do you look in comparison to the rest of the league? Yeah. And the fact that I put up enough to beat all but two teams in the league last week, um, a promising game from A.J. Brown after I talked mad shit about him last week. So I'm going to keep the A.J. Brown slander coming um, so that maybe, you know, he'll deliver me some some more strong games. But, uh, but yeah, I, I feel great about my chances. And, yeah, I'd probably be pretty upset if I can't pull off this win here. Yeah. So let's – one of my favorite things on this show that we get to do is do Joe's job for him. Um, and so we, you have some notes written down here for, and we want you to pick three because uh, we can't do all of Joe's work for him. Um, so talk, talk, talk me through your three picks that you have this week. You're right. We definitely can't do all of Joe's work for him. He's got enough on his plate trying to stay out of the damn waffle house. Um Really? So the, the three I, I've got for you, I'm going to do the, our, our player of the week. I'm going to pick the upset of the week and I'm going to do the oof of the week as well. Um, some of these are going to sound a little repetitive because I did touch on them before. Um, but player of the week, um, I, I'm giving the player of the week right now to Kyler Murray. Um, I honestly think he is going to absolutely have a heyday against the Houston defense. I, 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 realistically I think he's going to put up over 30 points um uh, good job Philly for for having Murray because I I think uh I think he's going to make you a really happy fantasy owner this week nice call can you can you you just like transcribe what that just said for me I I heard it correctly Oh, I, nice I cock. Okay, I thought okay, was, that's what I thought. <laughs> I thought it was wee bowling for a second, but it was obviously not wee bowling. It's it's wee bowling with nice cock. Uh, is that is that like the NC seventeen version of wee bowling that I didn't play? Hey, you know, everybody got that. Not everybody got that nice cock money. You know what I mean? Y'all must y'all must also the, have AirPods uh, regular. I think that's only the Japanese version of wee bowling. I mean, I got it in Wuhan, so. Mm. <laughs> oh. Let's. You have the upset of the week now, which I'm reading, and I don't know. I think something's wrong. I think you mistyped something on your notes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's possible. Um, a little gremlin could have done it. 
Uh, honestly, and this this might be a little little conceited, but uh, I'm going to give the upset of the week to me. Jeez. Um, yeah, thank you. Not, not uh, Sam, Sam, your team does have a lot of buy shit going on. Um, I, you, your defense situation, it is, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. There, there's a lot of factors that I, it's, I don't think it's crazy to see me winning this. Um, really, this is more of an upset just because if your team's at, if your team's at full strength, you blow me out of the water, realistically. Um, it, it, it's kind of a perfect storm for me to maybe pull off a win. I don't okay. think it, I, I really don't think it's, it's going to, it's going to happen. I do think that, that you, you will win the game. Um, but it, I think if there's any time for me to get a win over you, this is kind of the perfect storm for it. Man, we have very different, very different uh, perceptions of this game. Cause I, I think I'm going in as the underdog, especially being on having like seven players on a bye and, and playing without a defense. I, I definitely think if I win this game for me, anyways, if I'm viewing it, that I'm the underdog in this situation, but it's going to be, I think it's going to be fun regardless. Like I still have enough high scoring. I mean, and you can't count out Derrick Henry, the dude's on pace for over 2000 rushing yards. Like he's a monster. He, if like, I would love to, I was telling uh, Fern this today. I was like, I would love to see Derrick Henry be like the MVP of the league this year, just because like, I feel like the man deserves it. And I'm tired of seeing QBs win it. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, no. I, like I said, I personally, I don't even think that's an upset. I think, I think me being you is the upset this week, but I respect your, I respect your, uh, respect your choice. And uh, I thank you for your As time. A- as, as, as the, the person that does the odds, um, you're you're definitely not the underdog, but you know, you can take that up with Vegas. I'm gonna write a strongly worded letter. I'm pissed now. <laughs> All right, and take us home with your uh, your oof of the week. My oof of the week is real simple, Gino. If he starts Sam Darnold, that's it. Get this idiot kid out of here. Thank you. That about sums it up. So Keith and I do have, we're bringing back our favorite segment. We got some, some strongly worded letters in the mail from our, from our listeners last week that they wanted more waiver wire, waiver wire content. And we are here to deliver with, uh, we tried to, to pick some ones that maybe weren't as popular. Um, so Keith, I know you have a, a tight end. You're, you're kind of begging to talk about. Yeah, so I mean, listen, I I want to address, uh, you know, last week we had a lot of content we wanted to get through, so we really just dropped our nuggets as opposed to, you know, talk about them in depth. So uh, to the listeners out there, we apologize. We were trying to bring you all all the content from an exciting week um, in the league, but yeah, um, you guys know me. Tight ends are a big deal. I need you love a tight end. I need a backup tight end. Uh, a lot of people are still looking for, you know, potential tight end one. I mean, there's just such a disparity between the top three, four tight ends in the league and everybody else. Um, the, the guy I've got my eyes on this week, I put in a waiver claim. We'll see what happens. But Ricky Seals Jones, um, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a premium league, a 10-man league, tight ends are a premium. Um, he's getting the looks from Taylor Heineke. Um, he's looking his way. He's, he's rewarding, um, Heineke for, um, 
throwing his way. So um, back-to-back pretty solid games. I, I anticipate that, you know, the more Logan Thomas, um, you know, gets phased out of the offense, um, the bigger his role is going to get, especially when really your next best or your best pass catcher is Terry McLaurin. And, you know, the ball's got to go somewhere. It can't go to Terry all the time, uh, even though Tima, uh, Fred would love it if he did. So, Ricky, another Steele, one. Uh, that's that's my guy to keep your keep your eyes on for this week. Yeah, I think that's a great. I think that's a great take, and I I, I totally agree. And he's definitely getting the looks from Heineke. And I mean, if you're in need of a tight end, he's the best option currently. The guy I have, um, and it's probably a name not a ton of people know, uh, but it's Jamal Agnew. Uh, from the the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I, I hella off meta pick right here. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck is going on in Duval County right now. I don't think anyone does. With Urban getting lap dances in Ohio, to you know all the crazy shit hey, that's he's just going trying on. to have a fun time, man. Come on, I, I I can't I can't fault the guy, but the fact that Jamal Agnew has popped up on the waiver wire radar blows my mind. Um. He's been the guy that's been getting looks by Trevor Lawrence. He's only rostered in 1% of the leagues right now, or at least 1% of leagues on sleeper. So that's take, keep that with a grain of salt. Uh, but in the past two games, he's been on the field for over 50% of the snaps and he's been averaging 10 points. He's gotten 13 targets in his past two games with about 12 receptions. And so like, if he's continuing on this trend, he could be a really sneaky pickup. And especially if you're on a bi-week situation and you're, you're needing a, a guy that's going to potentially put up 10 points. Uh, this is definitely a, a risky pick. It could be a boomer bust, but um, at least the way he's been trending, he might be a good pickup this week for, for someone who's needing a wide receiver. I think, uh, I think the, the big thing here is the targets. He's getting the looks. Um, it's definitely, doesn't really seem like Lawrence has a favorite go-to guy. Uh, Marvin Jones has been eating by default because um, DJ Chark has been out. But, um, but yeah, I, I think this is this is it, it's it's a boomer bust play. Um, but in an offense where really outside of James Robinson, you can't really trust anybody. Um, it's promising that he's getting the targets that he's getting. So. Um, I like this one as a sneaky pick. I, I definitely, I definitely concur here, Kamish. So who do we think now that we've talked about who we think we should add? Um, we've got a few people that we think that could be better on the waiver wires. Um, and I know you have some strong yes. feelings about this. I have some strong feelings about this. Uh, some of it has already been hinted towards, but Keith, talk to me, talk to me about what's going on up here in Indianapolis for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, um, I was looking through the rosters. I kind of, I kind of just go through, just pick out, you know, who, who's, who's underperforming, who's not really living up to the hype. And I landed on, um, Naheem Himes from, uh, Himes from our boy, uh, cheese here. Um, and I landed on him for a couple of reasons. Number, number one, um, with the swift trade, um, he's got, she's got a pretty solid backfield once Christian McCaffrey comes back. So he's got a backfield, um, that is going to feature, um, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, um, Singletary as a solid, um, good, not great, um, you know, streamer. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, once you get Christian McCaffrey back, you've got a three headed monster guys, three guys who can get you 17 plus points. Um, and with DK gone, 
I think, uh, you know, maybe, maybe Austin might be looking for another pass catcher, maybe a tight end, um, an extra tight end. Jacecki's been um, getting some looks, but um, you know, an extra pass catcher, I think, um, to supplement the loss of DK, even though Cup and Antonio Brown are paying, playing very well. Um, I think this is a guy that we might see on uh, on the waivers here going into next week. Yeah, I agree. Jonathan Taylor is the guy in in uh, Indianapolis, and that backfield is a mess as it is. So, I Austin, if you can hear this, I think I think you should drop Naeem Hines. Um, hey, if, if I can comment, um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I've been I've been meaning to get rid of them. I just. I, I want to. I want to try to find. I'm not sure who I want to replace him with. Um, that's the big. That's the only holdup right now. You know what's the wild thing about Naeem Hines is is he's projected for 14 points every single week. Well, so so that's one thing that I noted in my in my notes. Every here. single I time. Them, I didn't read them verbatim, but he definitely adds value as a pass catcher. He's mm-hmm. he's a decidedly better pass catcher than Jonathan Taylor. So he ends up on the field in third downs, um, you know, so he's bound to give you five, six, seven catches, um, you know, and, and depending on what he's able to do with those, um, those looks, you know, he could break one off and yeah, he turns into another guy you picked up JD McKissick. Um, isn't, he also the, isn't he also the pump returner or kick returner for the Colts as well? Is he? I think he is. So he adds a little bit of value. If I mean, if he can get a hole on on a punt return or something like that, that's an easy, you know, six points in your pocket there too. Right. But no, yeah. I, I agree. All I know and is sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Perfect. That's the best thing Carl added to this show. Um, so the next one, I want you to talk about this next one because you already talked about it. I wrote this in my notes. I wanted to keep it short and sweet, but Austin, if you want to, you want to take this one home, uh, because you've already said it, so I'm gonna let you do this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the next one on the on a drop list, uh, Sam Darnold. Simply stated, he, he's not playing good football. Um, I uh, honestly, there there's plenty of other quarterbacks right now on the waiver wire that are putting up better points. Um, I, I don't know why Gino still has him. I don't know if he's just really attached to this USC product. Um, maybe he can trade him to Mo for, for someone because Mo loves USC. Um, but Gino, if you're listening to this, we love you and we care about you. This is an intervention. And we want you to uh, not suck by continuing to use fucking Sam Darnold. Get him you off can the do fucking it! roster. I uh, I, I want to add here that this was a puzzling pickup for me because here are some notable names who are playing fairly consistently who are available. Um, Baker Mayfield, he's he's available. Um, he's played pretty darn consistently. He's, um, that's one. Um, Derek Carr right now um, available has, you know, 20 plus points in four of six matchups. Um, that's another one who's available. A, a sneaky pickup here, um, and one that we briefly mentioned in in the tight end talk. But Taylor Heineke, um, twenty plus points in in three matchups, uh, in in three of six matchups. Solid pickup. He had some value on the ground with his legs as well. This was a bit of a surprising pickup for me. Um, and you're saying that he should end up, uh, Darnold should end up back on the waiver. I don't disagree. 
And then the last one that we have uh, is David Njoku. And, and I, I wrote that the, the, the mystery of David Njoku continues. I have no idea what to make of his production and usage, um, really of any production and usage in the, uh, the tight end room in, uh, in Cleveland. I mean, you can attribute it to maybe maybe Baker's torn labrum, but I mean, they've been throwing the ball pretty well other than that. On occasion, he's the guy for Baker Mayfield and other times Baker treats him like the stepchild he never wanted. Um, so as much as, as Keith likes his U products, it might be time to look for alternatives to back up Kelsey, uh, like our Ricky Seals Jones that we talked about up, up top. So, um, I think, like I said, when I was looking through rosters, I was like, and Joku's had one, one good week, one decent week, and the rest have been, uh, pretty, pretty poor. So and sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. It is. So Keith, if you're listening, said it better. If you're listening, Keith. Uh, you know, I'm hoping I land uh, another tight end sweepstakes here. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. You know, honestly, when it comes to David and Joker, I do have a soft spot for him. Obviously, he's a Canes product. Um, he's a freak of nature athlete. Um, the guy is 6'5", 260, has certifiable like 4'5", four, 4'6", four, speed. Um, Hurry up, asshole! This was, a, was a high jumper. Was a like world-class borderline world-class high jumper in high school and in his first two years at Miami um and so honestly I just got a massive boner when he popped off last week I was like eh, I might, might as well pick him up I'm in a pretty Mr. good Burton, position you have a massive erection <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was in a pretty good position with my roster where I had a lot of flexibility I rostered an extra defense um because I didn't uh I didn't like my matchups with the Saints and Rams um so I, I was going to drop that one anyway so I had some roster flexibility. I figured, why not? Why not give it a try? Um, and if Baker continues looking his way, great. Um, he's a nice little streamer option for uh, Travis Kelsey's bye week. But, you know, tight ends are hard to come by. All right. And let's get into our next segment. Uh, Super producer Philly, do you have any, do you have any fun uh, sound effects to, to kick us off into this segment? The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> I was hoping something waffle related, but I will take it and it it will work. Oh, I looked for hours for something on a waffle. What about what about uh do we we not have Shrek and in the morning I'm making waffles? Oh, I uh just TBD. Hold on. <laughs> I can stall. Oh uh, man. I have, wow. I have plenty of things to talk about. Uh Billy, gonna get fired after week one. <laughs> I mean, so here's the thing. I haven't been able to test these, so I'm just going to try these out. Ready? All right, go for it. Waffles. Belgian or potato waffles. Look in front of you now. I don't want eight waffles. I want 12. I want 12 of them. That's a pretty good one. That one might work. Waffles. What a bunch of poopy 80s farts covered in dick waffles. <laughs> Being I don't know. Those are a couple options. That one. I could have done without that one. Not, yeah, no. Definitely not yeah. a family-friendly podcast anymore. It's, nev- it's never been a family-friendly podcast. This is why people no, are asking. No, no, they're like, no, no, no. why do you have the explicit tag? I'm like, that's why. Right that's there. That's why. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the dad of our podcast <laughs> to plan these. Alrighty then. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, the the waffle watch at this point in the season is starting to get pretty clear. Um, 
you know, I'm going with, you know, I'm going with my pick from last week, uh, Cup of Joe with your all-star. Um, you know, for me, it, it's it's got to be Joe. Um, he just, he can't get it right consistently. Um, and in the very few instances that he has gotten it right, he's gotten shit matchups where somehow, you know, his opponent drops 160. And so, you know, it's it's tough because you look at his roster, he's got a talented roster. He could probably make a move or two if he were willing to uh, wheel and deal. Um, but yeah, fall into, fall into one and five, um, inconsistency in scoring. I, you know, too much roster tinkering. The man um, is following. He, he's definitely your little Sam because he's following in your footsteps, leaving a consistently good target on the bench every week in Cortland Sutton um so runs in the family baby yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely pass that uh pass that gene on so my uh, all-star um you know i don't i don't see you leaving the basement anytime soon buddy sorry uh, i'm gonna go with mine i'm going two weeks in a row scattered covered and smothered simeone another guy who just can't seem to get it right i think he's kind of in the similar situation uh as joe except i don't think gino tinkers like at all and that might be his downfall um because he he gets tough matchups. i don't know if he gets tough matchups but he loses close matchups it feels like almost every week and he's leaving points on his bench uh, yeah. and like i i i struggle for him to continue to start miles gaskin because miles gaskin had one really really good week but other than that he's been dog piss this year so like it's just yeah i mean Grant university of washington product yeah i mean what do you never trust a never trust a husky so i mean i don't know it, it's tough because i mean mixon's been performing for him but i don't think you can justify starting Kenyon drake over you know gaskin they're, they're both kind of inconsistent but man uh, gino can't catch a break and uh, he's going to ride that wave all the way to the Waffle House. He said he has one right by his house, so I think he's in good company. You, you know, I you you mentioned Gino and roster tinkering, and when I look at his roster, I mean it really is like if if people aren't on a buy, it's a set and forget roster. Like mm-hmm. yeah. you know, Joe Mixon, if he's not on a buy or if he's not hurt, oh yeah, yeah starting him. one Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen. You're starting those guys. So it really is um, Justin Herbert. You're starting those guys. It really is a set and forget roster mm-hmm. um, because he's got the talent. Like it's there. I mean, I think, I think in my opinion, if I'm, looking at, if I'm just looking at talent, I think he's one of the five most talented rosters. His yeah. receivers alone are incredible. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, he can't get any consistency. That will be realistically. Realistically, I think Gino is one more good running back away from getting out of the waffle watch. It's just whether or not it's too late in the season to Uh, to acquire someone. It's going to be tough for him to deal. I mean, who's he? uh, Yeah, going to have to deal one of those really, really talented wide receivers. Maybe Keenan Allen. I don't know. That'd be like if I'm looking at that roster, I'm keeping DeAndre Hopkins and I'm keeping Devontae Adams just because I know that Herbert's been eyeing. Uh, Mike Williams so much so maybe maybe yeah. Keenan Allen but man that's a that's a tough uh tough situation to be in so yeah I don't know and what do you what do you got for us Austin 
All right. So, I mean, uh, ultimately, I, I think that your guys' picks, they're, I mean, they're, they are both one and five for a reason. Um, you, I'm sure they they can feel the batter scalding their mouths as as we speak. Um, I'm going to toss one more in there. He's, he's been in the Waffle Watch before. I created my own name for him. I've got uh, us. I've got the double topped Gooch, um, and Mo for he's he's got to be in the Waffle Watch still. Uh, a repeat with Roach is, could be in his future. He continues to fail to win close games. I mean, I, how many games has it been where he's lost by you know ten points or or less? It, it just it keeps happening um small little roster mistakes here and there he's got a great team um he's got some really talented players on it but it just never seems to come together for him i mean he, he's one of the he kind of has had the same luck as as joe and, and gino he's just gotten you know he had he had a couple wins and that's about it i haven't really seen anything that's been stellar from him so i mean it, Coming up here, I, I think both Joe and, and Gino play him again. Um, I know he's got a really tough lineup coming up here in the future as well. I think he plays uh, – I think he plays you, Sam. I think he plays you, Philly. Um, and Kiefer, you got him this week. Uh, I mean, if he, if he can't find a way to win these close games, he's going to be chowing down on some more waffles. But he's a seasoned pro, so you know. He, he's, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe he can beat his record. Not the strat at this point, but I, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe I, I don't he can beat see anyone. I don't want to see anyone sit in Waffle House for twenty-four hours, but um, I certainly don't want to see somebody spend twenty-four hours. Well, almost like not quite twenty-four, but still, I don't want to see it happen twice in a row. Um, oh, so. I do. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I want to be live streaming this year. If let it be known. I don't know. Keith, yeah. we've had we've had talks about this. Remember, uh, we'll we'll play that out. Um, next up, we have our one of my like fan favorite sections is the weekly superlatives. I'm going to challenge you guys. Let's uh, let's keep this one short and sweet. Let's uh, sure. Let's let the uh, let's let the listeners uh, make their own opinions on it. But uh, Keith, let me. Uh, I I like yours, so take it away. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm going to continue the uh, I'm going to continue the Joe slander here. Um, most likely to quit fantasy football and join a traveling drum circle. Um, listen, just fantasy football really just isn't in the cards for Joe this year. Um, waffles seem to be all but a certainty. Um, I think I think maybe a drum circle could be a nice change of pace. Uh, maybe it's more his speed. Um, Colorado is known for drum circles. I know he's a Broncos fan, so I'm out here. Joe, if you want to come out here, I won't join a drum circle with you, but um, I'll support you no matter what. You're my boy still. You can tinker with your lineup while he plays the drum. Yeah, exactly. Uh, pizza, pizza. So yeah, most likely to quit fantasy football and join a traveling drum circle. Uh, Waffle House Williamson. <laughs> um, I'm I'm up next. Mine is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a very humble person. And uh, this one, this one's going out to myself. I'm going from first to worst award is me, the commish, R.I.P.I.P., Man, talk about uh, from high octane to out of fuel and uh, 100 to zero, man. That was uh, quite the pathetic performance for me. And, I, I mean, Eric Henry made it salvageable, but I left so many goddamn points on my bench, it's uh, tough to watch. But first to worst, first to worst, commish. 
And last and then, but not least. Yeah, I mean, I, I got for, for my superlative, I've decided to go with the uh, the most likely to Kugit award, and uh, like continuing on with the slander that that's going to Gino. Um, boy, we love to pick on these poor losers. Uh, I ultimately, Penis though, I, I I I got it. I'm giving the the Kugit award to Gino because I root for Gino to win every single week, except for when he plays me. Wait. Every single week, I want him to win. And he constantly disappoints. He constantly lets me down. Kind of like my fav- a lot of my favorite teams between the Sharks, the Cougars, the Seahawks right now, the Mariners. I mean, man, it's like I just love losers. The price is wrong, just, bitch. That's exactly right. I mean, it is just – it is brutal out here. But, Gino, you're, you get my most likely to Cougar award. What you just said – is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I I just appreciate that we all just let the clip run out. We knew it was going to be like a 10, 15 second clip. And we we're just like, yep, it, we got to have it. I tried to get the, just the award you no points, but it, it wasn't an option. So sorry. Um, next comes, I think, one of my personal uh, favorite sections that we have on the show, um, where it's we get to have some interaction with the listeners uh, of and the fellows of the league and they get to post some questions to our, our guests or the or the the, the hosts themselves. So, um, Sam, I think Philly might have uh, might have an intro can, for can us. You, can you tee me up? Mail time! Mail time! Mail time! Mail time! Love it. I'm Keeping so the mission's mailbag is is definitely becoming my favorite segment because I just love all the random off the wall questions we get. And uh, I just, I, I want to give a shout out to Coral um, right there. Coral! Um, give a shout out to Coral. Hey. man really wants us to discuss Roth IRAs. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say you should pick that, but. I think we I should mean, not pick that. You would, you would give Carl a little, a uh, little Roth boner. I don't think Carl needs more ego inflated than he already has right now. He's five and zero. Oh. I cannot, I cannot give him that victory as well. <laughs> Listen, I mentioned last week, Carl and I literally talk every day as, as do I with you and Sam and you Philly. Uh, he's getting quite insufferable. <laughs> yeah. He's been fucking miserable. <laughs> he's getting quite insufferable. Like I just, I just need anybody to beat him at this point, just so he has the loss on his record. Because as long as he keeps a zero in the L column, it's just going to get worse. With that, uh, Austin, uh, what, which, which would, which, uh, which question would you like to to talk about? I'm not going to lie, man. I'm scrolling through these, and some of these are just fucking terrible. <laughs> yes, yes. First off, Carl. No one cares about Roth IRAs. We're all old enough to do our own research. We don't need to discuss it on the podcast. Quit posting it. It's fucking stupid. Um, but let me see. I 
I think I gotta go with keepers. I'm just not sure which one because there's like seven here. Well, listen. Uh, I'll preface this like this 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 section here. The jokes I needed to get off. I just needed to say them. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and, and they're okay. mostly they're mostly fantasy football related, which the whole point of this segment is to not talk about fantasy football. Uh, but I just yeah. had to get those jokes off. I had to say them. I had to write them down somewhere. So even if they never see the light of day. Um, like the question I never asked Philly, uh, you know, I can, I can, I can sleep well at night knowing that they will forever live in our notes. All right. Uh, I'm, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go with your, your very first question there, Keith. Um, you want me to go ahead and read that off? Yes. All right. Uh, question Vegas needs to know. And, uh, since I am the odds maker for the low expectation league, what are the chances that you, the chiefest of Keefs get thrown out of my wedding for being too drunk. Uh, I've uh, I've been on the phone with Vegas about this. You know, we've been crunching the numbers, looking at statistics. Um, oh. I, I and it's it's interesting because the the way the the odds are set up, and this is all very scientific. <laughs> uh, the way the odds are set up is there, there's actual time brackets for it. So, um, like, for example, wedding starts at five. The odds of you getting thrown out, you know, at five or between the hours of five and six o'clock, very, very, like, very low on. You know, I mean, you're, it's, oh, it's you like, my I think you, you know, know like, the ability hey, of Keeper to drink during the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's have, true. You've never heard of pre gaming? <laughs> And apparently, well, I have a coke addiction. So, I mean, I, I'd be I'd be disappointed if that didn't happen. But what I will say is, I won't underestimate Kiefer's love for me, and at least being able to make it through the ceremony aspect. All right, that's fair. However, however, the moment the ceremony ends, when we go from that, like, kind of, I think it's like five thirty. Once we kind of get that, like, to that 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock time bracket, that is when the odds tip severely out of, out of his favor. Um, re- realistically, as what we're seeing in Vegas is for every hour that Kiefer's there, the odds of him getting thrown out, um, they double. It's the best in the nation. It's a pretty, yeah, it's, it's a pretty clear yeah. line. Um, ultimately, um, safe money if we're betting on, on Kiefer to get thrown out of the wedding um the for being too drunk you know the odds are going to be about um about two to one by the time we hit the nine o'clock uh, time point um however there is a uh, special odds boost that he gets kicked out earlier with my grandma for smoking weed don't you put that evil on me Ricky Bobby don't you put that on us i uh you know i i I was thinking about this and you know if i were a gambling man i'd probably bet bet on the money line here minus 350 um getting thrown out at some point in the night you know definitely take the odds boost uh smoking with granny um looking forward to catching up with her and if certainly if she certainly if she offers up a doink um not saying no not saying no so It'll, it'll be her or my sister, one of the two. 
Hey, either or. Either or. If I get to say that I burned down at your wedding with one of your relatives, that's that is that is a that is a trophy I will get. I will get made for myself. It'll just be a joint trophy that I just hang display proudly. What'd you get that for? Well, I burned down with my boy's sister at his wedding. Yeah. So I mean you could pick just about any family member from my side. So we'll see. <laughs> on the uh on the the topic of weddings and uh, obviously Kiefer and I are two of the funniest people that I know um we we do want to get we want to play uh, Philly can you play like a record scratch for me you gotta like a there we go we do want to get a little bit serious and obviously like I said like uh we we have written uh we've prepared some statements uh Instead of doing a roast of cheese, uh, we're going to do a, a toast of cheese. Um, and uh, like I said, we have some prepared written statements that uh, we'd like to read off. So, Kiefer, I'll let you start since you did uh, it first. So, um, I'll just I'll, I'll start by saying um, we originally had these in the agenda, um, but I didn't want you to see them. Um, you know, we we talked about it. I met you in the fall of 2015. I've known you for a very long time. Um, you were a, a swashbuckling senior at the Washington State University, land of the free, home of the Cougs, uh, win or lose, baby. Um, we both. I, I didn't know then when I met you that you would you would join Sammy's staff. Um, I didn't know that I'd that our first night out in Indianapolis together, um, you would pick up a ridiculously massive bar tab because I lost my wallet. <laughs> Um, I didn't know that, you know, I would introduce you to some of my closest friends, um, present company included, and you would fit right in as if, you know, as if you joined, you know, Sammy at Wazoo or Sammy at UWF. Um, I didn't know that you would go out of your way to join me at my bachelor party in New Orleans at the drop of a hat, just because I asked you to on like two weeks notice. Um, and I certainly didn't know that you'd become one of my best friends. Um, I didn't know these things would happen, but I'm certainly glad they did. I've never been so happy um, to have an acquaintance that I didn't think I'd really ever see again become such a huge part of my life. Um, you know, this time next week, you're going to be a married man. You're starting the rest of your life with the woman you love um, and who almost certainly still hates me for trying to break you two up multiple times. Um, <laughs> But I'm I'm glad you didn't listen. I'll I'll say this, and if if Katie can hear me, um, I hope she can't because I'm admitting this out loud that I did try to break you two up. But um, I'm so glad you didn't listen. I'm so glad that you found you know love and happiness and joy with Katie. Um, I'm so happy that you I get to call you one of my best friends. I'm looking forward to celebrating with you this weekend. So here's to me. Here's to you, brother. Here's to me, here's to you. Appreciate it, dog. And no, she doesn't hate you, actually. The only thing she's oh. worried about is you showing her your butthole again. Can't promise that won't happen. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, I, I, need, I need the Vegas, I need the Vegas odds on buttholes making an appearance as well. Hey, we will uh, we'll get right to on uh, right on that and we'll make sure that's posted to the books. It's gotta be like minus one thousand. Like, yeah, easily. <laughs> I don't even recall her seeing my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. 
odds on Kiefer not being able to Unfortunately, man. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug, I suppose. <laughs> odds on Kiefer not being able to speak English by the end of the night? I've seen that one happen before. <laughs> I'm learning German now, so I might, I might break out the German. All right. I guess this leaves mine. So uh, uh, this, is, uh, this is my piece. I said, Austin, more commonly known as Angus, is one of those people who, can, who came into my life and made it infinitely better. Whether it was us bonding over comic books, sports, or hating he who shall not be named. One thing I think we can all agree on is the that thank God you moved on from the goatee. Um, because I think you look significantly better with a beard. Uh, the adventures we've had together have been countless, and there's only more in store. I pride myself on being able to surround myself with people who make me a better person, and you are definitely one of those people. I know this for a fact because my mom, who's one of the best judges as a character, always make sure to ask about how someone is doing and what they're up to. And recently, uh, and if Sally likes you, then you must be a damn good friend. I'm forever grateful for your friendship and looking forward to our continued adventures. Uh, let's drink all the Coors this weekend and celebrate like only a degenerate from Wazoo knows how. Win or lose, baby. Win or lose. Uh, I just like to say uh, I'm not an asshole. I just uh, was not told about this. So... Uh... <laughs> Well, in fairness, I don't think you know uh, Cheese and Austin. Yeah, but there, uh, there's, well there's four people on this call, and three of them are not Cheese, and two of those three are saying nice things about Cheese, and no one gave me a fucking heads up. Like, hey, do it up the dome. Do it up the dome. It's all about balance. So now you can go ahead and roast him. We said nice stuff. So now you can just That's true. roast well, him into I'll, oblivion. I'll say this. Let's get a mean um, feeling here. I hope you put more effort into your marriage than your fantasy football team. Oh my! <laughs> and there it is. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the win or lose Coogs booze is actually the perfect mantra to have for when you get in an argument with your spouse. <laughs> win or lose, Austin boozes. Um, <laughs> for real though, um, I don't have the same experiences that everyone else does with you. I met you at Kiefer's wedding, um, which I want to. Yeah. I mean, I don't really do this very often, but I drove like 12 hours and, and 18. And part of it was driving Sam Friday back yeah, uh, to I Orlando. The damn hotel. Because uh, you left him at the hotel. That's uh, true, I did. Austin <laughs> made plans to ride with us the next day and then doesn't even wake me up to say you left. Yeah, he just left. Um, but I met you there and, uh, you know, all. I don't obviously don't have the same experiences, but what they've said about you is obviously true because uh, just in the short time I've known you, you've gone out of your way to uh, just be kind to me. Um, the thing I try to do the most to other people is be kind um, and show them compassion and, and, and be there for them and support them. And, um, and you've done that for me. You'll text me out of the blue. Um, I mean, you invited me to your wedding and we're in a lot of group chats together and we, we spend a lot of time talking in the same circles, but uh, we don't have that close of a relationship, but for you to, to, to invite me and, and then follow up and be like, Hey, it's really, you know, it's really important to me that you're, that you're there, uh, means a lot to me. So, um, I will, I will try to honor you the best way I can by a, uh, cheese, penis, cheese, cheese, uh, hold on, hold on, cheese. Oh. Super, oh, producer, super producer mean philly we love oh. do the do the super producer sound philly
Oh man. Yeah. So awesome. that's, that's all you get. That's all the niceness you get. We're done being nice now. It's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, we, wrap up, we wrap up this week. Uh, really excited to uh, be making the, uh, for me, making the trip to Indy. Really looking forward to it. Uh, but thank you for being our Groovy Tony, Jada Kiss, guest picker of the week on the Cheese Wedding Special of the Friends and Low Expectations podcast, baby. I'm, I should, like, this has been a blast. I enjoyed every minute of it. I, I love hanging out with you, the D-Gens, and uh, uh, hopefully hopefully we can all have a great time this, this weekend, man. I'm, I'm really excited for I it. Will. I will. My butthole will be out. I'm not fully expected. Yeah. Hey, cheese. Nice cock. Well, folks, that that wraps up episode four of Friends and Low Expectations. Uh, thank you all for spending this time with us. We look forward to bringing you some high quality content. Uh, potentially hungover on Tuesday still, um, but you know we're gonna we're gonna wait and see. So. Uh, I hope that your fantasy scores are high and your expectations are low. This has been Chief and Kamish and Super Producer uh, Josh Philly England. Have a great night.